Hey, you guys. Good morning. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to Off the Bench with Heidi St. John. Today is Friday, November 20th, and I've got some encouraging news for you today. Stick around. I think you'll be glad that you did. So, wow, you guys, we are winding our way to Thanksgiving. I wanted to let you guys know that I'm going to be at Calvary Chapel in Kennewick, Washington for an event on December the 4th. Uh, details are being finalized right now, so you can watch my event page for additional information and registration links. Um, I would love to kick off the Christmas season with you. So if you're anywhere in the Kennewick, Washington area, save the date. That is December the 4th. My husband and I will be there together. And and uh, you guys, we have a lot to be thankful for right now. I know things are, are frustrating and I know that we've had some difficult days and we may have yet difficult days to come, but I want you to be encouraged. God is still at work. Also wanted to remind you that uh, we are working our way through the book of Revelation. Starting on this week, we're going to take a break. So I won't be teaching live. Normally I teach live uh, every Wednesday. And so I won't, I'm not going to be doing that this week. We're going to take a break and enjoy our families. And then we're going to come back the week of, uh, of November the 30th, which moves right into December 1st. Can you guys even believe it? Oh my goodness. And we're going to continue working our way through the book of Revelation. And the way that you can join me is by going to momstronginternational.com. We've got a couple thousand over you over there uh, right now studying the Bible with us. You guys, there's so much encouragement to be had from just getting in the Bible and knowing it. And especially now with all the craziness that's happening. You know, we talked yesterday about uh, what's going on with Vogue magazine and just pushing this idea of gender fluidity. I think partly the reason that this is happening right now is because they feel like they've had this massive victory. And I just keep coming against it, you guys, in the name of Jesus. And I hope that you will join me. I hope that we won't grow weary in praying for our nation. I hope that we won't grow weary in praying for our for our country, in praying for the president, and just saying, Lord, you know, this month, I just keep saying, Lord, uh, bring Donald Trump to you. You guys, God can do it. Now, that would be an amazing story, wouldn't it? Would just be, you know, the, uh, Donald Trump knowing that his sins were forgiven. I mean, really forgiven. And so I'm just going to encourage you as we as we move into this um this season uh this this the season of Thanksgiving which you know the governor of Washington's doing everything he can to completely ruin so don't let him ruin it don't let him ruin it uh we have so much to be thankful for as we come into it and so I'm just going to encourage you you guys the bible says that uh that this is this isn't going to last forever. In Revelation 21 verse 4 it says he will wipe away every tear from their eyes and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning nor crying nor pain anymore for the former things have passed away. And I when I was thinking uh, we've had several people reach out to us in the midst of all this and they're struggling so much. The result of the lockdowns has meant an increase in drug addiction. It's meant an increase in divorce. I mean, I see it. I know that the the pressure, and we talked about this yesterday a little bit, the sadness just feels overwhelming. And not too long ago, a dear friend had reached out to me and her son had taken his life uh, the night before. No warning, no explanation, 
The grief was incomprehensible. And this is the real pandemic. I thought to myself, Lord, please make it stop. Make it stop. And I know like many of you, uh, my life has been touched by suicide more than I ever imagined that it could be a, a wonderful homeschool mama that I love, uh, left two amazing kids and a grief-stricken husband to just uh, an unimaginable, it was an unimaginable loss. We lost the daughter of a well-loved leader in our homeschool community, the son of a pastor. You guys, suicide is no respecter of station in life or religion or economic status or even past hurt, and it takes no prisoners. And I know a lot of you are being touched by right now because I'm hearing from you at Mailbox Monday and my heart is breaking with you. And I want to encourage you today, if you've been touched by this kind of pain, lean in and hear my heart because there's a demon behind this pandemic, right? And somewhere in the middle of a sleepless week, we realize that we're in the inner circle of people that we never thought that we'd identify with. And as the demon who is uh, unleashed on the earth right now, right? This is Satan, the prince of the power of the air. The Bible says that he prowls around like a roaring lion, like a roaring lion. He isn't a roaring lion. We serve the lion of Judah. And as we struggle through this, and so many of you, uh, I was reading some of your letters to my husband the other day and just grieving together. Uh, A couple of months ago, another friend of mine announced that uh, his teenage son had taken his life. And uh, my friend put the service up on Facebook. And I'm telling you guys, I was amazed at this father's ability. He actually did the service. He was a pastor to redirect the pain and the grief and the shock of the community toward the hope that we have in Jesus. He, He acknowledged the pain of his son and particularly the acute pain of suicide, but it was up against the grace and mercy of God. And I think because of that, some of this young man's friends heard the gospel for the first time ever in their lives. You guys, the one, the thing I want you to take away is this, the, this world is not the end. It's not our home. It's not our hope. Our hope is in Jesus. And while the hurt is unescapable, We have the ultimate escape. In Jesus, he knows that this can be unbearable. He's been there. God himself knows what it's like to lose a son. And I have never seen the devil work so hard to take out a generation of young people as I am watching him do right now. And ultimately, you guys, the battle is spiritual. It's Ephesians 6 playing out on the big screen. It's hard. But we will have the victory. We will have the victory. God is going to win this thing. And in the meantime, we're left to cling to the only real hope that we have. And that's this. One day, God will settle the score. We will see our sons and daughters and friends and loved ones again because Christ has defeated death. And so while things are crazy around us right now, you guys, we don't need to understand it all. But one day, God promises us that we will. And in that day, he will wipe away every tear from our eyes and death will be no more. And there will not be any mourning or crying or pain because the former things, the things of this world, the things we're living in right now will be, will be gone. They'll be passed away. 
And I want to encourage you today because so many of you, uh, you know, I'm hearing and you guys will hear it. I'll come back on Monday and we'll all read uh, your questions and your letters that keep coming in at Mailbox Monday. And there are moments and I'll just be really honest. And, you know, my husband was saying, because he's the one who obviously he mixes down the podcast and, and, uh, and to do that, you got to listen to all of them. And he came in and he's like, man, Heidi said that you didn't, you know, your fire was kind of gone today. And I said, I don't think I can have fire every day. I'm just tired. And he put his arms around me. He reminded me this world isn't all there is. You guys, we're going to focus today. I want to, I want to turn your eyes toward heaven. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. And the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. He loves you. He loves you. He loves your children. He loves you. And we need to know that we're loved. You know, I think sometimes one of the hardest things for parents to go through, and a lot of you are watching your children struggling through things right now that are just unbearably hard. And our job as parents and our job in the culture, and we can fight, right? We, we, we want to do that. We can fight, but some, it's okay, you guys, to lay your sword down sometimes and just cry. It's okay to do that. And your kids need to see that you're, that even though we trust the Lord, uh, the pain is real. And so where do we go when we're struggling? We go back to the one who created us. We say, Lord, show me what it is for you right now. What does it mean right now to walk with you? Uh, I quoted uh, a little bit of the song, I think two weeks ago, but I love Twyla Paris's song, The Warrior's a Child. She writes, lately I've been winning battles left and right, but even winners can get wounded in the fight. People say that I'm amazing, strong beyond my years, but they don't see inside of me. I'm hiding all the tears. They don't know that I go running home when I fall down. They don't know who picks me up when no one is around. I drop my sword and cry for just a while. Because deep inside this armor, the warrior is a child. I think that's all of us, isn't it? I was watching President Trump the other day. You guys, he looked so tired. And I thought, oh, Lord, I was just praying for him. I'm not going to focus on my own fights for a minute or the fights that my children are in. And I'm going to say, Lord, please just lift, lift him up. Let him know that you love him. You guys, the armor that you wear is the armor of God. And it's the best. But as the song says, even soldiers need a quiet place to rest. It's okay to rest. We're coming into a season right now of Thanksgiving in one of the worst years that I can think of in the history of our nation. And the Lord of Heaven's army says, I have not changed. I'm the same. You can rest. You can trust me. He's not saying to withdraw from the fight, but it's all right to take a rest. It's okay. Jesus took a Sabbath. It's all right. When the enemy lays you at your at his feet, look up into his eyes. I mean, that's what I've been doing a lot lately. I mean, I, I don't have, as you guys well know, I don't have the answers to everything. Even a lot of the comments and the questions that come in to Mailbox Monday, sometimes they just it's like an emotional gut punch and I read what you guys are going through. And then I, I couple that with my own stuff. And the Lord says, Hey, Heidi, you got to keep your eyes on me. Look to me. Look up. 
So whatever it is that you guys are battling right now, whether it's uh, the struggle just from the Rona and the lockdowns, I know a lot of you, like I said at the beginning of the show, are struggling with people who are uh, families who are walking through the suicides of other of other family members right now. You guys, the pain is real. It's okay to acknowledge the pain is real. You can get off the field, lay your sword down, talk to the Lord, lean into him. Let him redirect your thoughts and redirect your heart. I love the way that God loves me. Through all of this, I mean, you guys have heard me. I've been, you know, pretty, pretty transparent on here. Obviously not transparent about every little thing, but most things. And you've heard me apologize and you've heard me say, boy, you know, I, I reacted out of anger that time. And, uh, and, and actually as I'm watching the headlines, you know, I'm just like, oh my goodness, Lord, what's going on? But then I have to just go, father, I, you know, I trust you. I know you specialize in the impossible. I know that you want us to walk with you. I know that we don't actually grow strong in seasons where we're not being challenged. I know that we're sloppy. I was listening to a couple of the moms from Mom Strong International talking on our on the membership page the other day about a pastor who was so wounded the church and so let them down. And they were like, we're going to have to find a different church. Like he's mandating masks. He's basically telling us the whole, you know, the whole, you guys have heard me. I'm not going to go into it, but the it's a garbage theology that you have to wear a mask. So you can show that your neighbor that you love them. It's garbage theology. And a lot of a lot of you a lot of you are looking at your churches right now going, for goodness sake, now I don't even have a home church. So we've we've lost so much and now we're gonna lose our church too. And the Lord's saying, I'm right here. I'm right here. God's doing something. And you guys can trust him. You can trust him. Uh in the in the couple of minutes I have left, I think I told you guys I'm gonna start answering your questions more regularly at the podcast so I can work through the questions because they're they're stacking up. And so I'm going to go ahead and do that today. This one came from Elizabeth. She says, Dear Heidi, thank you for your ministry. It's an encouragement to me now, especially. I'm a homeschool graduate myself, and now I homeschool uh, three children ages 7, 13, and 2. As I'm in Alaska, we have chosen to homeschool through a state correspondence program that gives each child an allotment to spend on curriculum and classes. While it gives us the ability to do many things and buy a lot of school supplies that would otherwise be financially difficult, it does mean that we are obligated to submit reports and samples of progress throughout the year. I would like to homeschool independently, but my husband's not ready to say goodbye to the allotments. And quite honestly, I'm not confident that I will, that I will know what I'm doing in order to graduate my kids. And so uh, she goes on to say, and actually, uh, Elizabeth, I loved your question because I think this is so clear right now in a lot of you, you know, homeschooling through the state. I'm going to encourage you and and I'm I'm going to bear with me, Elizabeth. I actually, I always try to tell people, do not school through the system if you can help it at all. The money comes with strings and the strings are attached to, wait for it, your children. And so I would really pray about not taking money from the state. I would really pray about that. Elizabeth goes on to say, I feel like I spend so much time correcting behavior and running interference from the toddlers that I want to give it up on almost a daily basis. All right, I'm going to stop right there, Elizabeth. That's every homeschool mom ever. It is. 
It reminds me of having seven children at home and, you know, one of them was 18 and one of them was uh, a baby and I'm, you know, correcting the toddlers and trying to give my 18 year old, you know, advice on if she should go to college and where to get a job and make sure that you finish that last assignment in chemistry and, oh, hey, you guys didn't finish your stuff today. Go clean the, go clean the kitchen up. Now you've got extra chores, right? It's all of it. This is why we need the Lord. So when you say you want to get give up on a daily basis, congratulations, you're right where God wants you. God wants to be shown faithful in your life. And this, I think this is why God has done such an amazing thing through the homeschool movement. It requires surrender. It requires surrender. And so uh, she goes on to say, I've committed myself to a program that's looking for progress in the subjects that we have chosen, and I am so tired. I know I can't expect perfect school days, but I'm discouraged by even the smallest hiccup. Knowing that you have seven children and all survive gives me hope, but it's just a glimmer. I try to be up early enough to be in God's word, but it feels like I'm only getting enough not to starve. Okay, Elizabeth, are you at MomStrong International with me? Because we're feasting up a banquet over there. Did I say feasting up? It's the same thing. We're fixing up a banquet over there. And when you ask how you can find joy in what you committed to do, you find joy by saying, Lord, help me to do everything that I'm doing in love. And not to take on something I'm not supposed to take on. And I think like right now, you guys, I'm doing that for my own life. I called Melissa. You guys know Melissa. She works for me. I called her last week and I was just absolutely overwhelmed by everything that's on my plate. I'm writing like 50 hours a week right now doing the podcast. And so much of it, you know, uh, it's not sustainable. I know I can't keep this pace up and I'm exhausted. And so we kind of went through what can we do to lighten the load? What can we do to shift things around? So I shifted the day that I record podcasts. Uh, I'm going to uh, stretch it out longer, but then have smaller commitments each day. Look at your schedule, Elizabeth, and see what you can do. The Lord doesn't want you to be all burned out in your uh, efforts to homeschool your kids. I think this it's you know it used to be a long time ago, back in the 90s and the early 2000s, when we were just starting to homeschool our kids, I saw I met a lot of martyr moms. You know, we're going to throw ourselves on the altar of homeschooling and then we want everyone to feel sorry for us. You guys, we just need to stop that. Uh, Homeschooling's hard, but it's worth it. Marriage is hard, but it's worth it. Figuring out how to be a good cook is hard, but it's worth it. So hang in there. And I would encourage you, Elizabeth, if you haven't already picked up my book, uh, The Busy Homeschool Mom's Guide to Daylight, everything that you just said is what I wrote about in that book. And so uh, figuring out how to how to fit your size 16 day into a size 10, how can you have joy in the midst of it and realize you're not always going to have, it's not always going to be a joyful day. But what we don't want to be is living in this constant state of not joy, right? We want to be like, okay, Lord, help us out today. I need your help today. What's nothing's more frustrating, at least not to me, than starting out my day with devotions, which Jay and I do almost every day with our kids, right? We spend quite a bit of time just praying and teaching the kids we've been going through um, a catechism with the kids, just, you know, going back and just making sure we, they solidly, solidly, solidly understand the basics of the Christian faith. And nothing's more frustrating, you know, for, to me than doing that. And then having, you know, two of my kids immediately start fighting upon, amen. Okay, kids, get your schoolwork. And they're, you know, cats and dogs, you know, it's mass hysteria. And I'm like, Lord, really? And he's like, did you think it was going to be easy? Nope. <laughs> it's not easy, but it's worth it. It's worth it. And I know that you've said that I said that character trumps curriculum. And you said you feel trapped between wanting to drop everything and read books on the couch and knowing that you've committed yourself to this to this academic pursuit. Ask the Lord what he wants you to do. 
there is a balance in there and God is in the middle of it and he will help you. He will. He will. He's good that way. We love you guys. We sure appreciate you. Thank you so much to everyone who's been giving to the podcast and just encouraging us as we uh, follow the Lord over here. And uh, I, I, like I told you guys, I've been saying this now for several days. I don't think I can say it enough. We are totally blessed by your support, the prayer support, the financial support, those of you who have sent you know, hats and t-shirts and um, donations and all the things. And it just encourages us. So thank you so much for doing that. If you've never left reviews for the show, or even if you haven't, it's been a long time, you can always do it again. You can leave reviews for the Heidi St. John podcast over at iTunes. That really helps us get the show out to other people. And uh, it boosts it actually in the ratings. Same thing is true for uh, my books on Amazon, wherever books are sold. I hope you guys are encouraged by what we're doing. Our intent here is to draw you back to the Lord. I know a lot of you are hurting right now. And and lately I've just been like, Lord, what do you want me to do? Where do I direct my energy toward the audiences at the podcast? And uh, I'm doing my best over there. If you guys have questions that you want addressed, please shoot them to me at HeidiStJohn.com forward slash mailbox Monday, or you can leave me a voicemail at anchor.fm. I will link back to those things as well as the books that I've written so that you guys can be encouraged by those. All those things will be in the show notes today. In the meantime, I hope you guys will find me at MomStrong International where I'll be teaching, not this week because we're going into the week of Thanksgiving, but the week after, I'll be back with bells on teaching through the book of Revelation. Join me over there, MomStrongInternational.com. Have a great day, everybody, and I'll see you back here on Monday. For more encouragement, visit me online at TheBusyMom.com.